0: The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by Combank, committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Wednesday, the 21st of August. In your Squiz today, Facebook, Twitter, and China, Boris Johnson takes to the world stage, Steve Smith ruled out of the third test, and emojis for love. This is your squeeze today. Twitter and Facebook have injected themselves in the pro-democracy protest taking place in Hong Kong yesterday, both platforms announcing they've taken steps to block what they described as a state-backed Chinese misinformation campaign. What are they concerned about? They're concerned
1: about China uh, as a state influencing uh, the public conversation and that, as we know, can lead to actions. So, what Twitter has said is that it removed 900 accounts that originated in mainland China and suspended about 200,000 other accounts, it says, were designed to just amplify the misinformation that the Chinese government uh, had sanctioned to be released into the Twitter sphere, which is quite a few accounts. Yeah, it's- not
0: not a small amount?
1: No. And Facebook uh, was a little bit smaller. It was tipped off by Twitter, uh, by all reports. It took down seven pages, uh, three groups and five accounts. Of course, they've had uh, a ton of bricks cracked down on them after the U- US elections in 2016 and reports that Russia was trying to influence that via social media channels.
0: Critics say they only acted after reports that Chinese state media had bought advertisements on each of the platform so that it was reactive rather than proactive. The Jeffrey Epstein plot has moved closer to home, Claire, with speculation that the woman in the vision released over the weekend that shows Prince Andrew in Epstein's mansion home waving goodbye to a young woman is the daughter of former Prime Minister Paul Keating, Catherine Keating.
1: That hasn't been confirmed yet. There's no new reports this morning to point to. Uh, By the looks of things, she hasn't commented and uh, her father's office also says that they're not making any comment. Uh, The suggestion is that she knew uh, a woman called um, Ghislaine Maxwell who is a known associate of uh, Jeffrey Epstein. She's under investigation for being part of that sex trafficking ring, although no charges have been brought there, Uh, there's no suggestion that Keating was a part of any of that. Um, She has had some high profile contacts other than um, Maxwell um, that are part of that world. And uh, the idea is perhaps she was just doing something uh, in relation to her job at the time.
0: Michael Guider is a convicted pedophile who in 1986 drugged and murdered nine-year-old Bondi girl Samantha Knight. He was also jailed for the drugging and abusing of 13 other children. With his jail sentence up, Claire, many are very concerned about his possible release.
1: This was a really big story at the time in the early uh, Mm. 2000s when he uh, pleaded guilty uh, for killing nine-year-old Samantha Knight. Her body has never been found and her mother yesterday uh, gave evidence to the court pleading that he remains behind bars. Uh, Experts also gave evidence to that effect. The New South Wales Attorney General, Mark Speakman, is asking for Guider to stay in detention for another year and then have some fairly serious surveillance. In the years after
0: that, a decision on that in a couple of weeks. G7 this week, Claire, that's the meeting of the big kahunas Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Japan, and the UK, of course, also the US. In the lead up, lots of talk about Boris Johnson's first appearance on the world stage as Britain's Prime Minister.
1: Yep, the G7 certainly is a lot of kahunas to fit in one room. Yes. And Boris Johnson is committed to Brexiting on the 31st of October, no matter what. Uh, that, of course, has some, some issues attached to it and discussions that he's uh, commencing with, not just um, the EU. He's um, heading off to see Angela Merkel today, uh, Emmanuel Macron, who's France's president, um, to talk about exactly what his plans are. He'd want some engagement um, to Potentially renegotiate that exit.
0: And while we're on world leaders, Italy's Prime Minister Giuseppe Conte has announced his resignation. There's troubles there inside the nation's ruling coalition. No word on who will fill his seat at the G7 meeting as yet. Alan Jones was in strife from his bosses last week after calling on Prime Minister Scott Morrison to, and this is a quote, shove a sock down the throat of Jacinda Ardern after comments she'd made about Australia's approach to climate change. She made those ahead of the Pacific Islands Forum, Claire.
1: Yeah, and Ardern's been under pressure uh, to respond to that by Australian and Kiwi media yesterday. Uh, She had to front a press conference and was asked about it. Uh, What she said is that, you know, he's a bloke from Australia. She can't be too worried about what everyone thinks about her. Uh, and regardless, revenge is best served through a low Cup, of course, as they took their 17th Ugh. cup consecutively Cutting. on the weekend.
0: Brutal. indeed. Not a bad way to do it. With the third Ashes test starting tomorrow, we've been holding our breath to find out if Steve Smith will be able to play. The news last night wasn't good for Aussie fans. He's been ruled out with that delayed concussion from taking a ball to the neck during that second test. Great if you're an English fan given he scored 142, 144 and 92 in his three innings on tours so far. He looked very sad. He looked devo, completely devastated, yeah. Very sad. And today George Pell's appeal against his child sex abuse convictions will be decided one to watch out for. On Friday, it was announced that Seven West Media's CEO would leave the job. And as you previewed in Monday's podcast, Claire, their results out yesterday might explain the shakeup.
1: They've announced a loss of $444.4 million. Uh, the Fours had it with their result. Um, going against it was uh, their TV licences and the value of the West Australian and other newspaper assets. They say that they've had to um, bring them down in terms of their value. That, of course, goes to how much commercial uh, advertising they've been able to put through. And, of course, as we know, mainstream media are quite challenged on that with Google and Facebook and other platforms eating their lunch on that front.
0: And at the other end of the scale, BHP yesterday reported a more than doubling of its 2018 2019 profits to 12.2 billion Australian dollars. Quite a different story. And to finish up, Claire, a new study has found, although how how (laughs) how legit is this study that those who use emojis in their communications tend to have more success romantically.
1: Look, it's a study and it's on the internet, so it
0: okay. must be real. We're totally legit. Yep.
1: <laughs> Apparently researchers followed about five and a half thousand Americans and went through their communications, their active dating lives, and it found that people who use emojis in their uh, interactions with potential romantic partners have more success than those who don't. Apparently it has to do okay. with intimacy. I don't, I don't know, but expressing feelings perhaps.
0: Expressing feelings. Okay. There you go. Get your smiley faces out. Yeah. And um, perhaps leave your aubergines and your peaches alone. I'm not going to explain what that means. If you don't know, (laughs) Google it. You've given me a heads up on the email subject line today, Claire. It's Stevie Nicks, You Can Talk To Me. That relates to Chief Executive of Hong Kong Carrie Lam saying that she hopes peaceful protests over the weekend will lead to more talks. That's all from us today. Uh, Enjoy your Wednesday. We'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au.